0: i definitely felt disappointed in myself in some ways because i was doing so well but i was just exhausted from my environment and then seeing others continue with their projects their side hustles their business it made me anxious like i wanted to just jump back in and work again this is the hello 20s podcast my name is Jan and i'm your host I'm an online content creator trying to navigate life while in my 20s and sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way, and I'm so glad you guys are tuning in on today's podcast. hi everyone welcome to a bonus episode of hello 20s i thought it'd be fun this season to release a bonus episode on the last monday of the month not every single month, but we'll keep it going. I want these episodes to include your participation, get your thoughts in, and share it with others. This way you can be a part of the episode and have your voice heard. I also just want to praise you and share your accomplishments to others that are out there. If you can do it, then by sharing it with others, hopefully it'll inspire the listeners as well. At the end of the day, I want this episode to include you all and not just have certain people come on to share their stories and have their voice heard i got this idea from my monthly saves so around this time last year i was going through life trying to find a job figuring out my own path and ways and it was stressful it was a stressful time and it was close to this time that i started creating folders on instagram and saving any motivational uplifting helpful inspiring and thought-provoking posts from instagram into that month's folder and anything else that just resonated with me during that month I'm looking back right now and the first official monthly folder I created on Instagram was back in October 2019. So ever since then I have created a folder every single month and once in a while if I'm feeling low or whatever I will go back and look through that month saved post and try to just uplift myself. Also when I look back I've noticed certain months have certain themes at times. There are like more posts related to a certain topic or subject and that's when I know like wow I really went through something that month and it's a good way to reflect as well. So I thought in these bonus month wrap-up episodes I could share some of these saved posts with you and discuss our wrap-up for the month. In these episodes I will also share some of the answers I received from you all in my Instagram stories. If you follow my Instagram accounts both the podcast account and my account I have interactive stories that I put up for you all to respond to. If you didn't get the chance to do it for august no worries the next time a bonus episode goes up i'll be posting it towards the end of the month and i'll have different questions each time so if you want to join in you can follow me on instagram at y u a n x q i u and the podcast instagram which is at hello 20s podcast overall um i think august was a pretty good month the beginning of august seemed like such a long time ago yet this month flew by. I feel like that has been every month though since May. Uh, this definitely was a productive month and I, I I think it was like a good productive feeling month way. That didn't make any sense or that was like okay whatever. I I felt the most creative and also this month I made some new friends and developed those friendships and I'm just very grateful for these new connections. I just love the feeling when you meet someone or you talk to someone for the first time and instantly you're like yes This person and I click." it's one of the best feelings So I'm gonna share three of my top my top three favorite saved posts for the month of August The first one is from this Instagram account called young Pueblos, I believe I believe that's how you say it, but I'll leave the um links to these posts in the show notes if i can but it reads sometimes you need to move slowly so you can later move powerfully the modern world is so fast paced that there is pressure to keep up setting aside what everyone else is doing and moving at your natural speed will help you make better decisions and lift up your inner peace and this just really resonated with me. Last Friday was the first episode back into the season of Hello20s. And I'm not sure if I ever mentioned this anywhere, but I was really resistant to taking a season break because I was on this streak of posting consistently. And I guess the fear I had was, if I decided to take a break, what if I don't come back? Like, what if during that break, I realized, huh, Podcasting isn't for me. I mean, that has happened before with other things in my life. I took a break from music and YouTube. Those are just two examples, and I mean, I still love playing music and making YouTube videos, but I'm not super passionate about it as I was before. But I decided it was best to take that break because there were problems within the family that was happening for up to a year at that point, and it was really affecting me emotionally. So, it was really hard to focus on anything besides my full-time job and family. Then COVID-19 hit and it was learning to adjust to life in this current state that we are in right now. So Things are good now, besides the fact that COVID-19 is still around, but back to this quote, it just reminded me of the beginning when I decided, like, I gave myself a a talk and I was like, Jan, you need to, like, take a break right now. You can't keep doing this or else you will be emotionally, mentally, and physically drained. I definitely felt disappointed in myself in some ways because... I was doing so well, but I was just exhausted from my environment and then seeing others continue with their projects, their side hustles, their business, it made me anxious. Like I wanted to just jump back in and work again. But like the quote said, the modern world is so fast paced that there's pressure to keep up. Even though I felt like I was falling behind. I knew that this break is healthy because I'm putting myself first and taking care of myself, healing myself, and then I can really show up and deliver when I am ready. I think the other part was I didn't know when ready would be. I didn't want to put a deadline on this process, which is scary because what if ready was never, you know? During those times when I questioned and tried to justify my break i always reminded myself this is just a setback just make the comeback better whatever it is in regards to moving at your natural speed will help you make better decisions and lift up your inner peace It's so true. I believe when you take it slow and really have the time to reflect and not do so much of what you think you love to do, you really begin to see if what you thought you liked doing is really for you. You have to have an open mind as well. Um, I think sometimes when we... Get into something new. Yes, definitely at first you you know you like it and you continue. But when you're in this cycle of just doing and doing and doing, you don't have a chance to stop and think and reevaluate. Do you actually still like doing this? By not doing it for a bit, you give yourself this time to remove yourself from the situation and really think this is when you decide you either miss it and go back with so much more energy and ideas or you move on from it. Sometimes we outgrow things and I think we are scared to admit that because it's also leaving something that is familiar and kind of just feels like charting new territory and discovering the new thing that you like and that process isn't easy sometimes for most people because it's not always you don't always immediately find the next thing that you love or enjoy to do but that's okay it's better to try and fail in many many things than to stay where you have outgrown so when i saw that post i immediately thought about the last four months and it just resonated and i hope it resonates with you too if you're going through something like this in your own life all right so the second one is from the instagram account feism or feism it's spelled f-e-i-s-m but it's a screenshot of a caption from drake aka champagne poppy <laughs> and it's a long one but it's also a good one so listen you're going to be 16 17 18 for only 365 days and you could die at 19 or 20 or even at 16 When your mom asks you if you want to sleep in her bed, say yes. One day she'll be in the hospital and there won't be enough room to make up for right now. Stop cancelling plans. Go out and use your legs while they work. You're guaranteed nothing. Stop denying affection. You'll never be able to love someone as a teenager at 35. Someone, many someones, are going to tell you they love you. Don't keep quiet because you've been told it's too soon. If you love them, say so. Be brutally, beautifully honest. Go out and change the world. Fight for peace, equality, and change. When you're 70 and can only watch the news all day, you don't want to see the same issues still going on when you have every chance to fight it. Stop romanticizing the I don't need anybody and I don't have feelings attitude. It's easier to make friends in high school than in nursing homes. Embrace feelings and intimacy. Don't apologize for caring and don't let anyone make you feel guilty even if it's one-sided. You're only a teenager for 2,555 days and when you're 20, life never slows down. Bones become fragile and break. People die and hearts become weak with every atom in your body. Live right now. This is just (laughs) everything. Like, everything. Especially the loss few months. So, let me try to talk through this. Okay. So, I'm still living at home with my parents right now. I feel like most people in their early and maybe even mid 20s are living with their parents and or family right now because of our situation with COVID. Is there a part of me that wishes like I can just be alone at my own place? hell yeah, there were days and sometimes there are still days, but then I remind myself how lucky and grateful I am to be under a safe roof with my parents and two younger siblings. Um, That's actually one of the reasons why I decided to stay at home for college. I, or not I, but (laughs) my little brother was diagnosed with lymphoma which is a type of blood cancer when he was in preschool. And it was my senior year of high school. I know, we have a big age gap. (laughs) I remember that year, he and my little sister, who is two years older than him, they both grew up so much within that year. And I remember my brother was in the hospital the majority of that year. And I didn't really see him that often when he was undergoing treatment. So at the end of his treatment, I was like, oh my gosh, it's just been one year and he grew so much. And before making my college decision, I remember thinking to myself, like, wow, if I leave home for the next four years, they already grew so much in one year. I'm going to miss out on so much in four years. And that was one of the reasons why I decided to stay at home. It also saved a lot of money. And I met some of my best friends and amazing people at my university. So there's nothing to regret there. Um, but yeah, it was just a very like, sobering moment because that diagnosis really came out of the blue. You always think these things can't happen to you or your family, especially when there's no known family history of it. But When it does, you realize how fragile life is and everything can be just, can change within moments. Like everything is just so temporary. If you're living at home, I know people have different relationships with their family. But for some people, like what Drake said is true. You only have this time with your mom, your dad, your brother, sister, whoever. Like I said, I try to remind myself how lucky I am to still have my parents and still get to talk to them, have them cook a meal for me and just take care of me. And really nothing is guaranteed. Tell your friends how much they mean to you. If you're not happy with the people that you have around, life is too short to keep yourself around shitty people. Honestly. (laughs) And you know what? Maybe they're not even that shitty. Maybe you guys just don't click and that's fine. We don't, we don't have to be best friends with everybody. If you put yourself out there, you will find the right people. Stop romanticizing, you don't need anybody. Yes, maybe you don't necessarily need anyone to survive, but it's good to be in good company. There's studies that show people who have good support system or feel a sense of belonging with a community, they tend to live longer and happier. And I know in the last few months, there have been a lot of Awareness and movements making great strides to educate the public. I love that. I really do. I think as we grow older, at least for me, I'm learning about myself and the communities and the world around me. I'm slowly discovering what I want to stand for and how I want to help and contribute to my community and to society. This is the time to do it, you guys. When it comes to advocating, there's different ways and Different forms. It's hard for everyone to do every single one of these ways and forms, but we can strive to do our best the way we know we can at this moment. I don't think shaming people is the best practice, but having empathy, educating, and showing is. One of the best few ways we can move towards having a better future for ourselves and the generations that are to come. We are still seeing things that people have fought for many, many years ago, but we're making some progress. And as long as we're on the road to making progress, that is good. So I encourage you all to find a cause that you believe in and try to do your part towards progress. I also encourage people to be just more empathetic and to hear others out, even the opposing side. In the last part of what Drake said, you know what, sometimes in the moment when we're fired up with emotions, we may say we wish we never cared for someone as much as we did, or that people make us feel guilty for caring and showing our love to someone who didn't reciprocate at that same level. But, you know, you shouldn't feel bad for being a caring person who cared and loved for someone. Sometimes life just doesn't play out the way we wanted it to, but your feelings for them were genuine and you weren't scared to share. So good for you. It takes a lot of vulnerability and strength to be that type of person. That's the genuine you. Don't let any negative past experience swallow you and change you into a hard-shelled person. There's so many people that you'll meet in life that will appreciate that level of care that you give and reciprocate it back. It's not your loss that certain people don't recognize and appreciate this trait that you have. It's really their loss. Anyways, Drake really laid it out there. Read the post if you want. I'm sure if you do read it yourself, you have more to take away. Um, from it. And the last one is from So She Slays and it reads, shout out to recognizing our own toxic traits and trying our best to unlearn them. You know, it's easy to point out other people's toxic traits, but can you point out your own? <laughs> we we all have at least one um, it, because we're not perfect beings. And when you are able to just observe who you are, be brutally honest without trying to justify these traits, that's when you are able to start being a better version of you. So those are my top three favorite posts. I'll try to leave them in the show notes or I'll leave the accounts names so you guys can follow them. All right, so I want to share some of your responses that you share with me from my stories. The first one is, I asked, what is one thing you did for yourself this month? I asked this one because I think it's interesting, one, (laughs) to hear about what people are doing. But also, two, by asking this, I hope you start to ask yourself, what are you doing for yourself each month do something purely for yourself selfishly for yourself it doesn't have to be anything big but like doing something special for a friend or a family that will make their day better or happier the same goes with you what have you done for you so these are some of the responses that you guys share with me you said started doing home workouts again which is great bought some puzzles moved into my own place really working hard on a future in life sleep in buy a shirt, shopping, doing almost daily yoga, which is great because when you're trying to implement something daily into your life, it's really hard to keep up with it. So it's great that you're almost daily yoga. Started doing work on my self-esteem, which I love. It's never a bad idea. Move back home to save money for a potential move to New York City. That's awesome. I took myself on a walk to help declutter and organize my thoughts. You know, walks are so underrated. Sometimes you just really need to get out there and walk your thoughts out. I know I am always cooped up in my room because I'm working from home now. And this morning I actually decided to take a morning walk, which I rarely do. But it was very therapeutic and it really made like my day feel a lot better bought some fun art for my new apartment great i can't wait to see that apartment tour watching a movie with a friend via zoom that's awesome started therapy that's amazing i think it's really great that you recognize that maybe it is time to have somebody help you with whatever you are going through so i'm very proud of you for that road trip oh my gosh i want to go on a road trip so bad like cross country with my friends and self date. that's amazing i'm so happy for you guys that you guys are doing things for yourself this month i took two days off from work and spent a long weekend alone in the city in dc just got a place to myself um and was there by myself for myself. At first, I was debating if I should or shouldn't take some days off, but then I remembered in the beginning of this work at home mandate for our office, one HR person was like, I'll be out of the office for a few days, going to take a mental break from work and take care of the kids. And when I read that, I was like, wow, good for her. So fast forward, so this month, (laughs) I decided to take some of my vacation days and just explore the city by myself. I kept my distance from people and kind of just walked around everywhere. There's something very liberating when it comes to exploring without an agenda and just going wherever your feet takes you. It was also just nice to feel like I still had that independent side to me because prior to COVID, I always felt this itch like I needed to be around people and I wasn't really like this before but It honestly could have been the fact that my junior and senior year of college, I was always around people, so I was so used to it that when I wasn't around people, I felt like something was missing. So it was really good to just really be out there by myself for myself and explore by myself. So the next question I asked was, what was your August favorites? You guys said the movie Knives Out. I haven't heard of that, but I looked it up and when I saw the ratings, they were really good. So I'm going to try to watch this in the upcoming month. Loving green smoothies lately. This is amazing. I think smoothies make eating vegetables and fruits so much easier. You just add all your you know, fruits and vegetables and you just have to drink one drink. And it's like a lazy person version of, well at least for me, it's like me being lazy and I don't really want to eat my food, so I just drink it. (laughs) But I saw this recipe where they add mint leaves and I really want to try it. I've been really into herbs lately, especially garnishing my desserts with them. So I really want to try adding mint to some of my smoothies. Apple Pencil and Procreate I started using an Apple Pencil and I got the app Procreate and it's actually really really fun. Um, I'm not the best at digital art yet, but I'm still trying to get there. The show Lucifer. I saw this on Netflix's like trending. It was number one, and I don't know. I like I want to get into it, but I'm scared I'm gonna get into it that I'm gonna start binging like every season. <laughs> favorite food sushi favorite book war and peace by leo tolstoy i think is how you say his last name i heard of this book i really want to try it but i feel like it might be too advanced for me so i don't know let me know if you like how that book is written and favorite song is i miss the days by nf another favorite song is dynamite by bts such a good song Anastasia's Mascara, the book Day One by Drew Dudley. I also looked this up. It's a leadership book and sounds pretty interesting. Black Bear's new album, yes. (laughs) Carne Asada from Taco Bamba, Raw Sushi. They said they finally tried it for the first time and love it. You know what? I I really want to give like Raw Sushi another go. I just think like the last time I ate it, I just didn't really have... A open mind because I I don't really eat raw meat like I'm just not used to it but I really want to try it so I'm gonna try it next time if I go out to eat. <laughs> and the book Severance by Ling Ma. That was great. I got some new things to try for the month of September now. So for me, my favorite shows this month was Selling Sunset. I binge-watched all three seasons in one week. You know, whether they're real agents or not, you can't deny the show is still pretty entertaining. I also really like the show Down to Earth by Zach Efron. It really shows how other countries, you know, operate. And my favorite episodes were the iceland one because it shows you how there are alternative source for energy i also like the one about puerto rico i mean it's really devastating how the hurricanes destroyed the land there it's an american territory but it seems like it looks or it looks like a third world country and i also really really like the one about the amazon jungle It it really shows you like how important the Amazon forest is and how there's so much medicinal plants we don't know about. The show also got me more interested in adding more plants into my diet and really questioning the way we do things. I I think a lot of us are disconnected with where our food comes from. We just go to the supermarket and get our groceries, but I think if we see for ourselves where food comes from and who harvests our foods, we wouldn't feel so disconnected and we would be more mindful the next time we just throw food away. The environment is also changing, there's no denying that. If other countries can operate with energy that is better for the environment, then it really makes you question why we are still operating in our old ways. Part of it is because of money, and I think the other part is that it's hard for us to change because we're so fixated in our old ways. We're not opening up our minds, and I think it's also because a lot of those that are in charge They're profiting from their old ways, so why change for them? And by the time our generation are in their shoes, it might be too late to reverse some of those effects. So just some things to think about. I think it's always good to be curious and question. My favorite book this month is Atomic Habits by James Clare so so good i picked it up because i saw someone post it on their instagram story and it just looked interesting i really had no expectation but the book is really good like it's so easy to read but also very informative on how our daily habits is what really makes up the lifestyle we live the author talks about how you can change your habits how to break old ones and be consistent with new ones so i really recommend this book i only have a few pages left but this is like one of those books i actually highlighted underlined, put sticky notes to go back on because it's just that good so i really recommend you guys pick up this book if you guys want to read about like changing your habits and how your habits really dictate the lifestyle that you are living. I also really like the book Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. I know there's like, it feels like there's like a theme into these two books, but I really just stumbled upon this book when I was browsing the web. I've heard about it a few times. Um, and then one day when I was just browsing, I found the audiobook version, so I was like, why not give it a listen? Again, no expectation whatsoever, but it turns out to be a really good book. I never thought I would be interested in audiobooks because sometimes I feel like when I listen to a audiobook, it just goes in one ear and <laughs> out the other, Um, But I think when you find a book that's interesting, it's great to listen to while you're on a walk or just sit and listen. It doesn't take much work um, and, you know, concentration, power. Um, to listen to an audiobook audiobook compared to reading a traditional book. But I still prefer to read books just because I'm a visual learner, so when I see the words, I feel like I can retain the information a lot better. I've been also listening to Black Bear's new songs. My favorite two are If I Were You, and I also really like um, My Ex's Best Friend. I know that is Machine Gun Kelly's song, but I just really like that um, collaboration with Black Bear, so... Those are two of my favorite songs. And every time I listen to Taylor Swift's album, Folklore, I just have a new favorite. So I'm very excited to listen to this during like fall nights. I feel like it's such a calming fall night type of... Music. Alright, the next question is what are you guys looking forward to next month? You guys said volunteering events that are planned. Some of you guys are starting school and some of you guys are going back to school to teach and to um, be, you know, staff members. So that's exciting. Cool weather, which I am excited for as well. I'm so excited for just this humidity to just go away. I was sitting on my deck one afternoon just taking a little work break and It was such a nice weather, it wasn't too hot, there was no humidity, and I felt this like autumn breeze just passing by, and it felt so nice. It got me excited and made me a little sad though, knowing that this year fall is going to be a little different. All those fall activities that we used to do are probably going to be very limited, and when fall rolls around, I always remember my high school homecoming parade. Because my high school, they always do a homecoming parade. And I used to attend it when I was in elementary school. They would parade around and throw candies at little kids. And, you know, the little kids would just try to catch as much candy as they can. And it was just like pre-Halloween. But... All you have to do is stand there instead of going door to door. You guys also said getting into a routine, more growth. Good. I'm so glad. Reflecting on my time in Charlotte and journaling/slash manifesting the future. I love to hear this. I want to talk more about manifesting on this podcast as well. So that could be a future episode. And you guys also said employment, maybe. <laughs> well, heads up, we're going to have an episode with a career coach in two weeks. So keep your eyes out for that. I know it's hard to find a job, but I would love to encourage you to just use this time to build up your skills and connect with people and then overall your rating for august is a solid five i saw there were quite a few who rated this month as like a 10 or close to a 10 so i'm glad you guys had a good month for those that didn't have such a good month i hope september will treat you well and if you ever want to talk my dms are always open All right, and the last one is if you guys had any questions, I opened it up for you guys to ask me. And the first one is what are some tips for getting through senior year of college? Well, first off, congrats on your last year of college. You're just literally at the home stretch, which is so exciting. My advice is and you're going to have to adjust a little because I have no idea how campuses are operating while COVID is still prevalent but I'm assuming there's going to be virtual events compared to big group gatherings. So really take what I say with a grain of salt because I have no knowledge of how campuses are operating. Um, So just adjust accordingly to or for safety precautions, but try to meet new people and talk to those you wouldn't usually talk to. I think I was the most social at the end of my junior year and my entire senior year. My mentality was, all right, this is the last of everything. This is the last time I'm going to be doing any of these things in college and even if you decide to go back to school for your master's or your PhD or anything, nothing will compare to your undergrad years. This is the only time you can be a little carefree and meet new people. Meeting people online is not that hard. If you guys have things in common, if you click, then, you know, you can really foster that relationship and build it like you would if you um met them in person. I mean it's a little different but I think it's I don't know it's you have to just give it a try like try meeting people online um people who have similar interests as you. I've touched on this before but I believe one of the benefits of going to university and attending classes is meeting people and I know it's a little bit different during this time but I believe like building relationships and connections in college is so valuable you never know where you're going to be in the future and you don't know where someone else is going to be in the future maybe one day someone's going to come to you and ask for your advice and you guys knew each other from college and even if you don't click now maybe down the line you'll start to click and i don't know i just think it's really important to build those connections foster those relationships and be genuine once college is over it's a lot harder to build relationships and meet new people um i know this isn't like the best advice especially with the situation that we are in now but whatever way you can meet people especially virtually just do it like you never know who you will meet and what type of relationships will come out of it so definitely do that And then my other advice is to use the resources your university provides you before you graduate. This can be career navigation, connecting with your professors and faculties, career fairs, workshops, keynote speaker events, whatever you need, most likely your university can provide you. And since you're still a student there, it's free. So take advantage of that. And my last advice is to just take a class that, if, if you have the time, take a class that you don't necessarily need credit-wise because you'll have fun. Like, take a class that you think you'll have fun in um, because once you're done with college, you don't have much time to learn. And so if you get the chance to just learn for fun in college, then go ahead and do it. I think it was my senior year, I got to take one or two classes that was just whatever class is like it had nothing related to any of my um my my majors and minors and one of the classes was a woman and gender studies class which was really interesting it really opened my mind on certain topics and it was really fun to just learn and the course load wasn't too heavy so those are my advice good luck on senior year really just enjoy this time that you have left in college The next question is how do you manage all your time honestly i'm still learning to do this some days and some weeks are better than others covid has in some ways helped because i don't go out as often as i used to so i'm at home more i think you need to just prioritize one thing within your day that you want to get done first and then the rest can follow. When you spend so much time bouncing around on different tasks and not really prioritizing them for the day, you can waste a lot of time and energy. Because when you start to focus on one task, you start to get into the motion of things. If you bounce back and forth, it's harder to get into the flow and rhythm of, you know, trying to finish your work. So at the end of the day, it seems like you have all these little unfinished projects yet you spent so much time and energy during the day bouncing around trying to do this and do that and do that and not really trying to finish one thing first. So prioritize one task a day and make sure that you finish it or at least do however much you say you want to do for that one task. And then the rest can follow, um, follow after and then you can touch on later when you're done with your number one priority for the day. I also think we spend so much time contemplating and debating what it is that we want to do and honestly it's just a waste of time you need to make a decision and just do it if things don't turn out well okay make the next decision and do something else instead of being indecisive when you're indecisive you're just really wasting your time the next question is what are your goals for the rest of 2020 i have some things up my sleeves right now i want to be able to share it with you all by the end of 2020 but for myself i want to continue and be consistent with my gratitude journal i know this is vague but really i want to just continue to work on myself and learn i feel like the last year and a half all my energy was given towards others around me and the environment around me this was like the first month i finally felt fully at peace and at ease so i just want to continue this path and just continue feeling this way it's like i'm finally reaping the benefits of all those months of focusing inwards and making the conscious decision to change in different ways And also, I want to add more plants into my diet. Um, And so I want to find new recipes to try. When would you plan to visit Europe? A very good question. I want to as soon as I can. As soon as it's super, super safe for me to do that. And it's super safe for the world to travel to that extent. Then I'll make sure I come and visit you. Because I really do want to go to Europe. I've never been to Europe. And I think it'll be really fun. So yes, as soon as it's safe, I will book my flight to see you. (laughs) Favorite snacks. I don't have one, to be honest, because I don't snack a lot. And when I do, I just kind of just eat dessert or whatever snack is at home. What are you looking forward to? It's funny. Most of my friends, our birthdays are at the second half of the year. But I'm really looking forward to just turning 24 at the end of this year. Um, 22, 23, we're kind of my brutal years, Um, so hopefully 24 will be a lot better for me. How has COVID been for a young person? Okay, so sometimes I think about how I feel like it's unfair that this is happening while I'm in my early 20s. You have this idea that your 20s are the time to be free and explore, but that is not the case right now. (laughs) <laughs> not the case. And honestly, it's really unfair to everyone, not just those who are in our twenties. I'm really just thinking selfishly right now from a 23-year-old's mind. <laughs> um, however, I think in some ways it kept me in check and slowed down the pace of life. I hate to say this because nothing about COVID is a blessing, but being forced to stay in and be alone with myself and my thoughts and just really do the inner works that I've been Needing, but I've been also avoiding, avoiding, sorry, that I've been avoiding is what COVID has been for me in some ways. In general, I think a lot of young people are starting to reevaluate themselves and what they want to do. And some are starting a business with the extra time they have, which is amazing. The next question I have is where do you get your inspiration from? honestly just life events and living life (laughs) well for the podcast ideas come from life personal experiences and just opening up connecting with people and talking to people Um, reading books and observing has also been very helpful when it comes to finding inspiration if you just sit down and observe your environment there's so much going on your brain will start making these observations and connections and Um, I also love looking at pictures for inspiration, so any like other type of inspiration for like my room and I don't know, other things like what I want in my life and stuff like that, I use, I I look at pictures, so I use mainly Pinterest and, and Instagram for that. And then the last thing, it's not a comment, but it says, not a question, but thank you for always being so sweet and sincere on here. And I really appreciate that comment. Thank you so much. I I think I've been pretty honest in this episode. I try to keep it as honest as I can. I do keep some of my private life like private just because sometimes you're just not ready to share things and you just have to share it at your own pace. At your own when you're ready. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I definitely think this episode I've been pretty honest. Um with some stuff and giving you a glimpse of my past and my inner thoughts on a lot of things. So thank you so much for participating in this August bonus episode. My throat is kind of hurting from talking so much, but I'm so excited for this season of the podcast. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast and sticking with me for almost two years. Guys, we're reaching two years soon. So thank you so much. I am very, very grateful for you all and I will talk to everyone on the next episode bye thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of hello 20s let's get connected and continue our conversation over on social media you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram the links are in the show notes so you're only one click away i hope to see you there and i'll talk to you guys in my next episode